We are today going to review a photograph by Peter Puna, which shows a very delicate landscape taken on a rainy and probably foggy day on a lake with two little islands, each of them with trees on them and then a row of trees in the background behind the islands. The first thing that came to mind when I saw this photograph is that I was looking almost at a bonsai composition, that these were not real landscapes, that these were actually, you know, made landscapes, you know, bonsai trees, uh, probably arranged in a pond, perhaps. But of course, it is a real landscape. These rocks are real, these trees are real, and they are full size. They are not miniatures like the bonsai trees. But it does have a Japanese feel. The light is very soft, very uh, diluted, very hazy, and we have a very good sense of depth because the foreground tree is darker than the mid-ground island, the second element in the scene. That's darker than the background trees, which are darker than the sky, which is pure white. And we also have a good spread between the top of the trees and the top of the image and become the bottom of the tree reflection and the bottom of the image which is even. This here is the same as this here which is good. So all sort of good points um, but one of the things that bothered me was the lack of the complete reflections of the trees here. That's what really bothered me. Uh, even though I understand that having the same amount of space at the top here and at the bottom was good, I think that I would have lived with more space here if I had had the whole reflection. I keep thinking that I find it a little frustrating. So I'm not sure if I can actually um, make that happen, but I can try. I can bring the canvas size and make the height of the image a little bit more, you know, let's say seven so that we have a little bit of room at the bottom, and then see what happens if I clone the image uh, down there and uh, somehow get it to be um, the same. Or actually what I'm going to do is I'm going to clone this tree here. I'm going to cut this tree. I'm going to copy it. I'm going to paste it. I'm going to drag it down there, and then I'm going to rotate it. And, and I'm going to try to create the reflection that way and see if I can succeed or not. And I'm I make no promises of success, uh, but then I make no promises of failure either. So let's see um, if that's going to work, um, basically like that. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to erase part of the tree reflection to uh, get a sort of soft-like uh, rendition down there, see if I can make that happen a little bit more like this. So it's not going to be perfect and the goal is not again to make it perfect. And then I'm going to do a curve on here and I'm going to basically brighten, well actually get rid of the black point, brightening the black point until we have actually the same density as the reflection because the reflection is basically exactly the same as the original image except it's much much decontrasted, that is it has hardly any contrast. So by raising the black point and by increasing the white point, um, I can actually give the impression that I have a full reflection because I'm, I'm basically brightening the um, top of the curve here and brightening the bottom of the curve and I should have something close to what we need to have. And so that's here, something like that, not too bad. And uh, 
then if I go into the background layer, then I can clone just a little bit of this here to get rid of, of all of that. And then, of course, get rid of this here um, by cloning over it here. Okay, so get rid of the border and all of that. Okay. Liberal, liberal cloning to give the feel that we have um, originally the full reflection and you know you know what's interesting is I do this in my own work as well that is I try to sometime imagine what would have happened if I had uh, taken this photograph uh, to start with with all of the um, you know reflections and so on in that case and I'm going to erase the borders because I don't want to recreate the bottom border and I don't want it to uh, distract on the rest of the image. So here we are. So we now have a photograph which seems to be pretty much with a full reflection. Now it's totally fake, but, uh, oh, and then I forgot one thing. I forgot to flip the reflection. So we actually have a reflection that's actually the inverse of what we should have. That's very interesting. Um, so we're going to see, let's see if we can change that. Because that's really, really strange. That that doesn't quite work. Uh, okay, that's more like it. <laughs> that was that was a little bit too strange. Um, I got so taken by the creation of the reflection that I forgot that it was totally opposite of what it should be normally. So, so I'm gonna redo some of this here, and of course now I have to redo some of the cloning as well. Um, because it doesn't work. Okay, so we're, we're getting there. Um, all of this takes time. So we are going to reclone a little bit of the background. Most of the time in this uh, image is actually spent cloning. Cloning and uncloning and recloning. Um, that is fun. Okay. And then here I'm going to clone a little bit here to make it even. And then I'm going to erase part of it to soften the border here so that we have the feel that it's normal. Okay, so here we are. Um, the photograph, and then I'm going to crop it. Okay, I'm going to crop it like this to get rid of whatever I don't need. Okay, here we are. That was fun. That was uh, that was interesting. And actually, oops, I <laughs> the most difficult part is uh, getting it to the right size on screen so we um, can see it well. So here we are. And to make the border visible, because here we obviously don't have a border anymore, I'm going to go to Edit and then Stroke. And I'm going to stroke the um, border of the image with a 2-pixel stroke in black. Uh, let's see, that worked. Yes, it worked. And then I'm going to reduce the size just a little bit so we can see it well. So here we are. Okay, so this is the after, and this is what we started with. Okay, so we started with this, and now we have that, right? And to me, the effect, I'm saving it as a snapshot so I can go back and forth between the two. Uh, this is the previous version, and this is the new version, okay? So to me, 
it seems that having the full reflection makes this image a lot more perfect. Because I sense that one of the things with that image is this sense of balance that I see as being fundamental to the success of his photograph. And that sense of balance doesn't quite happen as well as it could when I don't have the full reflection of the tree. And, and so that was my reason behind bringing this tree in full reflection uh, here. I could not quite get leave with having only a little part of that uh, tree. You know, I wanted the whole thing. And I'm, I'm still trying to make the reflection perfect here, maybe by doing this, compressing it just a little bit more so that the trunks sort of merge better. I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to leave it go. Uh, yeah, so I wanted to have this reflection complete. And to me, it seems that this photograph is now just as perfect as I can make it. And to be honest, if it was my image and I could not go back and all I had to do was this, I'd probably try to clone this the way I did, flipping the original into the water and work on it as long as I had to in order to make it perfect. And I think it can be done. Uh, I did not quite get it here, but I think if I worked on it a couple more hours or a couple more days, I, I would definitely get it right. And I would achieve this sense of balance that it's a world that's almost a perfect world where everything is balanced, everything is perfect. And having to cut off half of the reflection makes it, to me, uh, go against that idea, that concept and uh, really bothers me. And so I really, really want to perfect this world even further by making this reflection whole. And besides that, I have no other problem. Uh, the image is very light, but you know that is a high-key image, meaning a high, an image in which there is no shadows or hardly any shadows. We have a little bit of a black area here, but it's very, very light. You can see it better if I use white color. Uh, and it might not be pure black. Um, and we also have, of course, um, you know, a little bit of shadows onto the trunk of the trees. And the way to know if we have a pure black is by reading the curves and seeing if we have a black point. And we don't really have a pure black. That would be a pure black here. And maybe we could do that, but I like the very soft quality of the image. So it's a high key, meaning all the tones are in the high tones in whites and grays. And there is no pure black, so there is hardly any shadows. And just enough contrast to define what's in the foreground, background, and middle ground. A very beautiful image, which I think needs that full reflection to really, really uh, go on to becoming an even better image.